as human beings, we evolved to read faces. That's how we, how we, you know, judge people for better or for worse in many cases. And, and, you know, you don't get that via tax. So like, you know, the, the future of customer stories, you know, is not taxed. You know, the future of customer stories is, is video and all of the different mediums that video is becoming. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the State of Customer Storytelling, the podcast and video series where we delve into all things customer stories and how uh, you as a B2B marketer can leverage customer stories to uh, close deals faster. Um, this is a podcast from Testimonial Hero. I'm Sam Shepler, the founder and CEO of Testimonial Hero. We also have Chase Hanna, the, our head of marketing. Um, and yeah, we're excited to, to chat today. Chase, um, start us off. Yeah, definitely. So let's, let's get with the, the best one, you know, to kick it off. Why do video testimonials matter in uh, B2B? I mean, it's a question. Yeah, great question. You know, why do video testimonials even matter right in the first place? Well, at the end of the day, what video testimonials enable is simply to build trust faster as you know, in any buying process and particularly a B2B buying process with a, you know, uh, a large ACV, uh, a high consideration sale, you really need um, a significant amount of trust to, to facilitate that. And, and trust is, is basically the grease that, you know, uh, lubricates any deal and moves it along. And if you don't have that, everything is just going to move slower. And having the right video testimonials that align with the, you know, the, the verticals that your buyers are in and, you know, provide helpful and relevant context from trusted third parties are just about the best way to, you know, actually build that trust and, and close those deals faster. Definitely. I like that a lot. So we've noticed that, you know, there's a shift from marketing content to customer content. Can you kind of, ex you know, expand on that? Absolutely. Yeah. Great question. So, you know, I think we technically, you know, customer content is, is, is marketing content, but what I, what I mean by that and what I really want to, you know, hit home is that, you know, we used to live in a world where, you know, you could achieve, you know, great results you know, as a sales team, as a marketing team, leveraging, you know, um, basically, you know, your own content, just saying, you know, here's what we do, here's what our product does, you know, here's why we're different, you know, here's why, you know, you might be interested, um, you know, traditional marketing content. But now, you know, traditional, we now live in a world where, you know, traditional marketing content is not enough. Um, if you want to, you know, win deals and win deals at the speed and at the rate, that um, frankly, you know, you're going to need to in today's landscape. And for that uh, to happen, you know, the best B2B companies out there are leveraging, um, you know, customer content. So customer stories. So um, effectively, you know, if you're, if, if I'm a B2B buyer and I'm comparing two solutions and they're pretty much neck and neck in a lot of ways, you know, one of the things that's going to be a, the tiebreaker is, which um, company that I'm, I'm looking at has more uh, and more compelling customer stories. So 
Um, you know, it's just, it, it's just having, you know, not having customer stories and also having them being authentic and accessible and integrate exciting format like video. It's just not, it's not enough because the fact is, um, you know, your competitors will have it. Um, and, and the game is changing. So marketing content alone is, is no longer enough uh, to compete at a high level. You absolutely need great customer stories as well. No, that makes sense. Uh, love it. You know, great way of putting that too. You know, in the past when we've talked, you've mentioned that making you've mentioned making customer stories a competitive advantage. Can you drill down there? You know, how can customer stories be a competitive advantage? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. So, you know, I kind of hit on it a little bit in that last point, but let's let's drill down more. So, yeah. you know, in what ways are our customer stories actually a competitive advantage? Well, you know, again, if I'm a B2B buyer and I'm comparing two solutions, you know, one of the things that, you know, I am going to be looking at, because let's let's remember, you know, buyers do about 80% of their uh, research before they talk to a salesperson, first of all. So, so if, if I'm, you know, doing my research, uh, you know, taking a look at, you know, comparing two or three or four different uh, solutions, the one that has the best and most robust and most helpful and, you know, um, most relevant customer stories that, that are accessible to me as a buyer, that is going to be a huge advantage, you know, compared to, you know, the ones that, that don't. It's going to, you know, actually increase, you know, the trust index and the level of trust that I have in, in that solution. Um, and um, for that reason, I, I'm, I'm, you know, even before I talk to a salesperson, you know, if I'm a buyer, I'm going into that, um, you know, into that deal with, with uh, already an elevated level of trust as compared to, you know, maybe the company who really had a couple, you know, generic written um, text testimonials, but didn't have any, uh, you know, world-class video testimonials. So, in, in, and then we can even go on further in the sales process. So, um, you know, you know, if I have an objection, you know, or a question in the sales process, which all buyers do, they always have, you know, a question or a fear or a doubt, you know, whether it's an outright objection or just a, a simply a question, you know, who is going to have a more effective sales process? You know, the, the, um, the salesperson and the company that says, you know, they use the traditional thing, which is just like, you know, feel felt found. And, you know, I understand how you feel that way. You know, here's how our customers actually felt. And then they found this and like versus a uh, versus a, a company that says, yeah, that's a great question. Here's exactly what our customers have to say about that. Right. So it's it's just it's basically like customer content. And especially as you get further along the sales process, uh, you know, and you get into these, you know, specific, you know, QFDs, these specific questions, fears, and doubts, having the ability to just have a repository of, you know, world-class, um, you know, customer videos around every single topic that you, that your buyers will care about is just a huge competitive advantage. So in summary, you know, it, it's really all throughout the buyer journey, right? Uh, it's a competitive advantage to even uh, generate the lead. Like, I, I don't want to reach out to a company who I, I don't think, you know, it, it, who, who I think is just going to waste my time, right? So like, you know, you, you know you're going to generate more leads. Uh, and then, you know, throughout, you know, that sales process, you're going to be able to leverage customer stories to reduce friction 
and ultimately, you know, close the deal um, much faster. That's great. Love it. You know, and you, you've touched on this already, you know, with this last question, but diving in a little deeper, how do you come up with a winning customer storytelling strategy to really push that, you know, narrative even further? Yeah. Yeah. Great question. So when it comes to, you know, the strategy uh, for, you know, customer stories, um, it's, it's pretty simple and, and it starts with, you know, understanding your, your, your company priorities and your company strategy, like at, at a high level. And like, so, and then you want to fit your customer story strategy, you know, to that and it should support it and, and align it. And, you know, again, very simple, but not always easy. Um, so, you know, the, 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 the customer story strategy stems from your, your, your overall, you know, company strategy and your strategic initiative. So with that in mind, you know, you, you want to figure out, okay, like, well, you know, you know, what is our strategy? And, and, and if you're depending on your, your level in your company, you know, you may or may not know exactly what it is, right? If, if you're, you know, a marketing manager, you might want to check in with your, um, with your manager and, and just realign and because, you know, strategies shift on, on a, you know, frequent basis and, and you know, understand that. So, so first and f- foremost, it's like clarity on strategy. So like, you know, say, you know, and, and then, um, then it's where does, where do customer stories fit in to support that? So for example, and like, where are the gaps? So for example, you know, say, you know, your strategy is, is as a company is you want to, um, you know, move, move up market and sell, you know, more enterprise deals, or maybe you want to move, you know, uh, you know, horizontally into a specific vertical. Well, you know, if either of those are true, then the question you need to ask is like, do we have all of the customer stories to support that goal? And, and, and then if not, you know, then that is, that becomes a priority. Or another question you can ask is like, you know, what are the, you know, three to five, um, you know, customer stories we need that would just make everything so much easier. Um, so, so that is, that is where we, you start really. It's, it's all about, you know, the, the customer storytelling strategy, uh, you know, is, you know, is, is based on, you know, your, your overall, our overarching strategy. And then, you know, first things foremost, it's filling the gaps, you know, so, so you're, 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 you're doing a gap analysis and then you're, you know, prioritizing and ranking, you know, what is the, you know, you know, what is going to move the needle? Uh, and, and that is how you can decide like, you know, who, which customers that you're asking for testimonials, right? You have, you know, hundreds or thousands of customers. Well, who do you ask? Well, yeah, again, it depends on your strategy, right? If you're trying to move into, um, you know, a new vertical, get, you always want to get, uh, ask the customers that represent, you know, your strategy, right? Uh, so, so that's, that is, um, you know, that, that is what it's all about. And, and again, nothing shocking, but you know, very important is that like the customer storytelling strategy has to align with your, you know, overall strategic priorities. Definitely. You know, and you, you went into detail about, you know, getting the strategy analysis and seeing what you're going to have to do with that. But what would you say the number one most important thing for a winning customer storytelling strategy is like, if you had to pick one thing, what's the best? Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, it's a great question. So then what is the number one most important thing for, you know, winning customer storytelling strategy. I think that it's a tough question, but I think it would be, uh, you know, this comes to a term called uh, the principle of parity. So parity, you know, as in, 
you know, likeness, sameness. So, you know, the number one thing is that you want to capture customer stories from the same type of customers that you are focusing on prioritizing and selling to in your go-to-market, right? Like shoes, shoes that don't fit are, are, are not a bargain at any price. Like you don't want to put effort into, you know, capturing you know, stories from customers that, you know, really don't represent the future of, you know, your priorities. So, you know, you, you want to you know, focus on, you know, the, 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 those, the customers that um, are best fit um, or, you know, at least, you know, you know, align in, in that way, that is going to be more effective because the principle of parity is all about this. Is this a psychological principle that, it, that basically states we as humans are influenced and persuaded, you know, in a greater degree by, you know, people that we perceive to be like us, right? You know, parity again is, is basically sameness, right? So, you know, so that is the key is, is, is you, you want to, you know, if you're going after a specific ICP, um, your customer stories should be from that ICP. And, and if there's, if there's one tip that I would, you know, give to, to say like, okay, if you do this, you know, you can do a lot of other things wrong, but you're going to still be successful. You know, uh, that would, that would be it. Okay. So that all sounds really awesome. Um, I'm sure everyone wants to know this. Any tips on how to get customers to agree to a video testimonial? We know that can be very difficult at times. Yeah, that's a great question. So um, one, one tip to get customers to agree to uh, a testimonial, a video testimonial is to you know, set the expectation, you know, early um, in the sales process and, and actually, you know, broach that, that conversation early um, and potentially even include it in the contract uh, in, in your sales agreements. And, you know, there's a big misconception here. Some people say like, I'm not, I don't want to like hold customers feet to the fire to, to get a testimonial agreement. And like, that's not at all actually like what is happening in practice. Right. So like, um, you know, actually, you know, how it works is like, you can make those, um, you know, well, first of all, if, if the customer doesn't have a great experience with their product, you're never going to call in that, that agreement. Right. Like you're not, you're not going to, you're not going to, you know, hold someone's feet to the fire for something they don't genuinely want to do. So, it, you know, that is, that is the big thing. Um, so basically like having agreements for video testimonials and other, you know, advocacy activities in your contract um, agreed upon in advance just starts the conversation earlier. And, um, and basically, you know, you know, if, and when, you know, the customer has a great experience, you know, they would give you a testimonial anyway, but it's already been discussed. It's already technically in the contract. So, so it's just much easier to, to make that happen. Um, secondarily, you know, it's, um, it's a great, um, you know, in, 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 from a sales perspective, it's a great bargaining chip, you know, uh, or like a trading, you know, mechanism, right? So like maybe, um, your, uh, and, and you can work, uh, if, if you're, you know, a marketer, you can talk with your, you know, sales leaders and, and kind of institute this if it's not already happening, but basically like, you know, buyers are going to obviously ask for, you know, different terms, different discounts. Um, and you know, in, in sales, you always want to, you know, you never want to just give something for nothing, right? It's always like a quid pro quo, you know, okay, we can do this if you do this. And that's just, that's just, 
you know, the basics of, of good, good salesmanship, right? Um, so, so video testimonials are in the agreement to do a video testimonial pending satisfaction is, you know, one of the best, you know, things that you can pull out in one of those situations, right? Um, so, you know, maybe, so, so that would be my biggest tip is, uh, including, um, having more of a practice of including, um, you know, the clause in your sales contracts that, you know, pending satisfaction, you know, um, customer X agrees to do a video testimonial. And again, it's not, it's not like you're, you know, strong arming them or holding their feet to the fire for it because, um, you know, you're only going to, you know, do it with people who genuinely would be excited to. And so, um, I think that's a big misconception. Um, and, uh, also, you know, again, really practical implications from the sales negotiation side as well. Um, you know, and, and if you have to, you know, be in a situation where you're slightly like discounting or, you know, giving, you know, favorable terms, getting that video testimonial agreement is something that companies, um, are, you know, usually very happy to do, uh, in exchange, you know, for like a small discount or more favorable terms. Definitely. So we've given them a discount and, or we're just working with them and they've given us a testimonial. Let's go from there. How can you think about ROI and measurement in terms of video testimonials? How are we seeing the return there? Yeah, it's a great question. And uh, one other thing to add is like, in terms of the, the discount, it's actually, you know, in, in many cases, it's like better to include the clause by default. So we have, you know, customers, you know, we have many customers who that, you know, their default is, um, you know, they default to including, you know, uh, the, the video testimonial clause in there, you know, pending satisfaction. And then it gets taken out and then it eventually gets put back in, in the, in the negotiation process. So, uh, so, so that is, um, that's another thing is like, if you, if you really want to capture more, um, you know, agreements for testimonials, it's like, well, you can, you can default to that. Um, and in regards to, to your, your other questions, a great question, you know, how do you, how do you measure like the, you know, how do you think about the ROI of video testimonials? Like, how do you, how do you measure it? Um, so, you know, so the, the short answer is like, it's, it's very easy to, um, and after you produce video testimonials and, you know, your, their, your sales team is using them to, you know, see like, you know, A, are, are salespeople using them and are they influencing deals and are they, um, they, they actually, you know, helping close deals and are, you, you know, are, is time to close decreasing and does sales want more of them? Um, you know, because let's think about this for a second, like, 80% of marketing content that marketing makes, there's a, a study, uh, maybe what we'll link to in the show notes, but it, you know, it's basically the point is like 80% of content that marketing makes actually like goes unused by sales. Um, you know, not incredibly shocking, but like the fact that sales actually is using these video testimonials, um, you know, that, that in and of itself is a huge win. So like utilization is a huge win. Like sales will not be asking for things that aren't valued to them. Right. So if they're asking you for more video testimonials, like that is, that is a huge sign. And, and they're probably asking you for, if you're a marketer, they're probably asking them for you right now. If, if you talk with sales, um, secondarily, I mean, if you really want to dig into the details, you know, you can, you can see, you know, what, um, 
you know, you can measure time to close. You can measure, um, you know, it, it, how much their pipeline is influencing, how much revenue. Um, and then uh, furthermore, if you really want to dig in, I mean, you know, if you use a video hosting platform um, like Vidyard or Wistia, you can you can easily or there's many others, but those are those are the most common business ones. Um, you can you can plug all that into your marketing automation platform and you can measure everything to your heart's content. You can do lead scoring. Um, you know, most people don't do that because like being honest, like there's some things in marketing that that we do because they just make sense, right? Like not everything, like if we only did things that could be perfectly measured, like we wouldn't necessarily be great marketers, right? right. Certain certain things in marketing we, we we do because we have conviction and they make intuitive sense. And, and I would posit that, you know, video testimonials are one of the best examples of that. Um, I mean, we, we know that, you know, just again, like we can, you can, thinking from like psychological first principles and like human nature and, and, you know, you know, we, uh, you know, we know we need trust to close deals. Um, we know that, you know, video testimonials are a great way to increase trust. And, you know, the more video testimonials that we can have that address, you know, the, you know, QFDs that question fears and doubts that buyers have and are also aligned with, you know, the key verticals that we serve. Um, and then you make them accessible on your marketing site and you make sure sales is aware of them and using them, then, you know, it's, that is, um, really like the ROI will take care of itself. That being said, like, like I said before, if you want to dig in and get crazy with it, it's totally, you know, measurable to your heart's content. But to me, it's one of those things where it's like, you don't have to go crazy measuring it. Um, because you can, it's, it's like self-evident. And then the, the sales results are also self-evident and, and talking with the sales team, it, it, you know, you'll, it'll be very clear the impact it's having. Great advice. Really like that. So we go ahead, we, we get our testimonial. Um, you've talked about how the sales team can really use it, but you know, once we get the testimonial, where can we get, you know, most use of it on the, on the, on the internet, on the web, on social media, where are we seeing the best results from that? Yeah. Great question. So, you know, I think one of the, the mistakes that, you know, marketers, you know, that we can make is like we get these testimonials and then we kind of sequester them on only on like a very, you know, page of our website that it's just not doesn't have a, a whole ton of traffic. So like, you know, the first thing is like put them out where people will see them. You know, you know, obviously like a customer's page is super key, but, you know, they should also be on, on your homepage. Like, you know, and, and this is, has to do with quality. And that's, this is why quality matters. Like you don't want to put a, you know, you know, like, so you don't want to put something bad on your, on your homepage. It's just not going to, you know, in terms of like production quality and, 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 you know, every, everyone is, is happy to do things that are cheap and cheerful, but like that shouldn't be cheap and cheerful should not describe your homepage of your, of your marketing site you know, in, unless you're like a two person startup. And and that is why, and, and I'm sure we'll get to this, I think is like, that's why production quality matters. Like you, you know, everything you do as, you know, is a representation of, of, of your company and of your product. And, and you, you, you can't put something, you know, unless you, you're proud, you're proud about being 
cheap and cheerful, like you don't want to put something cheap and cheerful on your homepage. You know, you want to put something that is high quality and, you know, obviously authentic, you know, you can't sacrifice authenticity, but, um, but yeah, so, so coming back to, to the original question, it's gotta be, um, you know, you, you gotta put it everywhere that your buyers are going to see it. So, you know, maybe that is, um, you know, so don't just hide it in one area of your site, you know, put in your customer's page, put in your homepage in the right area. Maybe you have industry pages, you know, for key verticals, and you can put those customer stories on, you know, on, on all of those pages as it corresponds to the vertical. Um, and then, you know, in addition to the website, you know, micro content on social shorter versions, you know, social media attention span is, is you know, um, you're competing with people scrolling the feed and there's so many other options for them to get distracted. So like, you know, on social, you know, if, if you're, if you're keeping your website customer videos under two minutes, try and keep them under 60 seconds on social, right? You know, 45, 30 to 45 seconds is a great, um, you know, length for, you know, LinkedIn, for example. So, um, and then of course, you know, arming your, your, your sales people, arming your individual sales reps with, a whole, you know, catalog uh, library of all of these videos that address the um, individual, you know, QFDs, and they just then they have just a a quiver where they can, um, you know, any situation that occurs, they can just pull out the right piece of content for that situation. That makes sense. I really like that. So let's say I'm a marketing manager. You know, I'm, I'm, I really want a testimonial, and I need the sign off. You know, I'm not the one making every single decision. What kind of question should I ask my manager, you know, about getting video testimonials? Um, how can I convince them? You know, where do we go from there to, to get this going? Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting question. And um, yeah, I think, you know, hopefully you won't have to, you know, if you're a marketing manager and you're and you want video testimonials and um, but you, you want need your bosses sign off. I mean, I would say hopefully you don't have to convince them too hard um, or that would be like, if a little bit, if they might be a little dated, honestly, and behind the times, if they don't think that, you know, video testimonials are necessary, but, um, but, but also like, that's okay too. I mean, different companies have, you know, different levels of sophistication and different levels of um, different markets they're selling to. Right. So, you know, I would just ask the questions, honestly, like, you know, I wouldn't try to convince them. I would just ask them some questions like, um, you know, what's our, what are our priorities in terms of the, you know, the, you know, the personas that we're trying to reach? Oh, we're trying to reach this persona. What sort of customer stories do we have, you know, to support that and to, to, you know, help, you know, in that effort, but we don't really have any, or like we, you know, or we only have, you know, written static PDFs, you know, have we, have we thought about customer videos? Have you seen what our competitors are doing with customer videos? Um, have you seen what, you know, other company X, who's maybe not our competitor, but, you know, is, is, has an amazing, you know, you know, uh, page or, or amazing number of customer videos on their homepage. Have you, have you thought about, you know, doing, what do you think about doing something like this? Um, so, so yeah, I would, I mean, I would say, um, you know, great, good questions are, are the most important thing in, and honestly, um, you know, it's true for so many things, right? It's right. It's, 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 it's often like not the answer. It's like asking better questions. And I would, if, if you're a marketing manager and you're, 
Um, do you want to, you know, drive this? Um, I would start asking those questions, ask those, ask those questions, you know, you know, and, and I think that will work, um, you know, really well. And both, you know, from like a effectiveness perspective, but also from a, a career perspective, I mean, you know, it's great to be the person like customer videos have such a, a huge impact. And, and unlike a lot of, there's a lot of marketing projects you do, uh, you know, as a marketing manager, as, as a marketing director, even that like, they, it's very hard to, 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 to know if they're like a huge win. You know what I mean? It's like they, they happen and, and they're positive, but it's, it's not like something that like, you know, your CEO or, you know, the whole company is like, this is amazing, but video test getting a, a, a series or even just one amazing customer video done that is just blows people away. Like, and then being able to say like, I drove that project. Like I did that. Like, that is something that you can hang your hat on um, as a marketer and, and everyone knows that you did it and it's, and, and everyone knows the value of it. Um, and you know, your, your sales team, instead of your sales team is going to, going to love you. Your, your, your CEO is going to be aware of it and he's going to be excited. And honestly, the other thing is like the morale of your team is going to go through the roof because that's the other thing that, you know, is a, you know, interesting benefit of you know customer videos is that the the they actually help you know inspire you know your team and they help with recruiting as well because everyone wants to work for companies who are you know doing you know meaningful and great things and you know I'm unfortunately like sending you know a, a potential person you're recruiting a, a case study isn't going to do it like it's not exciting PDF written case study or anything. It's like, it's, it's, it's not, you know, not today in the world we live in, but if you, um, if you're, you know, sending them, Oh, by the way, like, here's some examples of how, you know, companies are seeing, you know, results using our solution. Like that's meaningful. And because it's emotion, it's emotion that matters and it's storytelling that matters. And both of those things, that is what video has been made for as a medium, you know, emotion, uh, in particular, like uh, you don't get tone through text. Uh, you, you, the emotion is, is you can only do so much, you know, through, through text. And, um, so, you know, so, so that's the other thing is just like the, the impact that it has, uh, on, you know, your team morale. Um, and also for people like your engineering team, you know, in a, in a software company, right. They often do not, like we've had many instances of, of our customers at testimonial here, our, our customers saying, wow, like these videos, I show them to our whole company and, and they brought so much context and meaning to like, you know, other people who are like a little bit like like customer service customers, like, you know, engineering who are like, maybe like, aren't, aren't you know, directly involved on, on some things. Uh, and yeah, it's just the, the morale and the inspiration is like almost as big of a benefit as the revenue, um, you know, generation. No, that makes a lot of sense. Great answer. So, you know, we've really dived into the strategy. Let's shift gears a little bit. Let's talk about the types of testimonials out there and, you know, the companies working with them. What type of companies and verticals or even sub verticals would you say benefit the most from video testimonials? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, you know, I think in terms of companies that, you know, what type of, you know, companies benefit from video testimonials, you know, any, anyone will, but especially, um, well, anyone will, because again, it's like, just like 
a principle. It's like trust. Increased trust is always going to have a net positive. And that's at the end of the day, you know, you know, it says it, it says it on our, on, on the, our t-shirt right here. And, you know, it's like, we power trust, you know, that that's what we're doing. Um, and so, but, but yeah, so anyone, but in particular, you know, deals that need, you know, companies that need an increased level of trust. So like higher consideration sales, higher ACVs, right? Like 10, 10 K ACV up, you know, especially. Um, and then of course, I mean, you know, very large deals, it, it goes to that saying, but you know, if you're selling, you know, if, if I'm, you know, a, a buyer and, and I'm subscribing to your, um, you know, software and it only cost me, you know, $39.99 a month and it's a monthly subscription. I mean, I, I can, you know, it's not a huge deal necessarily, right? Like, you know, if the ACV is like 39 a month and like, it's like, well, worse comes to worse, I'll just cancel. So it's like, I don't need the trust barrier. It's a smaller commitment. The trust barrier is lower. So where, you know, video testimonials and, you know, great customer videos and great customer stories really come into play is, is when the, the trust barrier is higher. There's higher ACVs, um, you know, bigger, bigger deals, higher consideration sales. So there's a lot of options out there for video testimonials. We've seen, you know, I see software out there, but I mean, that's definitely on the lower end of the spectrum for video testimonials. Why do you not want the cheapest video testimonial option? Yeah, great question. So, you know, you know, for, so first of all, if you're, if you're only selling, if you're selling something that's like, you know, $9.99 a month, you know, little software tool or like, you know, uh, you, you know, whatever it's like yeah maybe a cheap option is is viable right um but you know in general you know you, you want a proportionate response and, and it, there's going to be like a, a pretty big di- you know you want a proportionate response uh, that's going to work for you and like there's going to be a really big disconnect if you are selling you know something with like a 50k acv and and you have a you know a really great customer in in just like a kind of you know cheap and cheerful video um, you know, and, and also like, you're not going to be able to leverage that, um, you know, on your homepage, it's not going to align. Like you have a, you know, you have a beautiful homepage and perfectly designed. And then you have this like dark grainy, you know, zoom recording video testimonial. It's just, it just doesn't fit. Right. So like, you know, the, really the questions is, and, and, and also it's like how you do, how you do everything is how you do anything. So like, you know, when you have a higher quality, um, and again, authenticity and quality are not mutually exclusive. Like you need, you know, great, the best quality with zero authenticity is just as bad as, you know, you know, no quality at all. Right. So like authenticity is table stakes. Like it has to be like, uh, extremely authentic video. Like that's why we don't obviously script anything. It's all, you know, interview based. Right. So, um, and that's another thing with, with, with apps is like, you're not, you're, you're not getting like that interview experience. You're not getting a real conversation. Um, and, and so, so it's not getting to that authenticity, but yeah, the, the main thing is like, um, you know, if, if you're selling something with a high ACV and, you know, it makes sense to, and you, and you only get like one ask, you know, of your customer to do this, it makes sense to invest. Like it would actually be like, you're sort of like, you know, you have a certain amount of, um, you know, political capital and you, you get one ask for your video testimonial. 
it doesn't make sense to, to blow that on something with limited utility, right? And by limited utility, I mean, you know, it can be posted on the homepage. It, it's just, it's not, it's, it's, you know, it has utility, but it's just not super impressive. Like you have really that one ask. It just, you, and you have the economics work, work out in terms of your ACV. And, and, and if you're, if you're planning to use this and it's going to influence deals, like, and you know, it pays to do it right. Um, and so, yeah, th th that's basically it. It just doesn't make sense. Um, you know, if you, if you want to do it right, cause you're not going to have the, you know, as many places to utilize it, you're, the results are not going to be there. And at the end of the day, you don't get to do it over. So you uh, might as well do it right the first time. Great argument for, you know, why software is not always the uh, most permanent solution for sure. And actually, so let's talk about some examples of when software could be, you know, the good example, right? Like, again, if you were selling something really cheap, you know, and like, it's not a high consideration sale, you know, um, so a, a quick little video testimonial clip captured via software could be, could be great, right? Like it, it, it doesn't like, if, if you're, if you're selling, you know, if your ACV is, is $9 a month, like it probably doesn't, you know, software is the right, you know, so it should be, it should be proportionate. It should be a proportionate response and, and calculated, right? Um, secondary, another example is like e-commerce, right? Like, you know, if your, you know, average order value is, is $45 and you're selling, you know, some direct to consumer product, it's like, um, yeah, you, you, you need a proportionate response and that might be a software testimonial. So like broadly speaking, like I'm, I'm not at all against, you know, um, software testimonials. I'm just for, you know, a proportionate response and, you know, taking into account what your ACV is and what the, you know, the, um, how much utility you want your customer video to have in the future. No, that, that's a great way of putting it. And a good argument too for software when it's, when it's pertinent, like you said. Moving on, we know that in 2020, COVID really threw everyone for a loop. Um, and with that, the advent of remote testimonials has become much more prevalent these days. Can you talk a little bit about on-site versus remote video testimonials and the pros and cons between the two? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. You know, on-site versus remote video testimonials. I think, you know, uh, for a long time, and, and I would argue, you know, um, before up until, you know, Testimonial Hero, you know, there wasn't, you know, really, there wasn't a good option to make, you know, remote testimonials professional. Um, you know, you know, there, there just wasn't like there, you, you know, you weren't getting a remote testimonial and, you know, putting it on the homepage of, you know, a, a $50 million company. Um, and, and, you know, that's what people are doing now, like, you know, uh, with, with us, um, and because we sort of, you know, crack that code. So like, basically, um, you know, the, um, you know, in, in, in terms of like the differences, it's like, you know, the onsite testimonials, um, you know, you're, you're filming with a, a videographer and, and you're using, um, you know, the latest and greatest, you know, cinematic, you know, technology and like it's going to be extremely extremely high quality so and so um and it's going to be it's going to be a little bit different you're going to get more uh more b-roll uh so generally speaking um you know if it's an option the way i think of it is like okay like if it's an option you know because we have to consider um you know the covid situation 
And in thankfully, like I think in more and more places, it, it is becoming like very option. Like we're doing a, a lot of on sites now. Um, but but basically, um, you know, if if it's a marquee customer, like if it's one of your, you know, your marquee customers, your your biggest logos, and and they're open to an on site, like that is um, you know, you know, that is probably the way to go because it's again, it's like you get one, you get one shot, um, and you know. If you, if you only get one shot, like do it right to the, to the maximum of your ability and, um, without having to sacrifice anything. And that, that may mean onsite. Now the, it's certainly not a, a requirement because I, I think, I mean, that was really what we, what we, the, our whole thing and like our, our whole mission of the company was to make, um, you know, all video testimonials, you know, highest quality and effortless. So that includes. Uh, remotes as well. And and we're, this is more of a strategic conversation and maybe we'll have another episode where we get into the tactics of, of how we do that. But if, if anyone's curious, they can obviously just go to our website and, you know, see examples of what we're talking about um, in terms of the, the quality of the remotes. So, um, so yeah, I think, you know, other than that, um, other things to consider are, you know, on-sites are definitely more expensive, right? You know, we're talking about getting you know, a, a whole crew out there uh, and filming, they take, they're a little bit more of a lift um, from, from the, your testifying customers then, you know, um, the crew is going to be there for a couple hours. Um, you know, so, so it's a little, just a little bit more of a lift there. Again, not a crazy lift, it's just, just a couple hours, but you know, it's more than their lift for a remote testimonial, which is just attending a 30 minute meeting, you know, and, and having a, an interview through our process, right? So, um, so yeah, I think those, those are the things to consider. Um, if you, and especially if it's, if it's a marquee customer, you know, default to onsite and then work backwards from there. Um, if it's someone who you, if you really want to make it the smallest as possible, or the person's obviously working remotely from home, um, that then it's like, you know, really like the onsite and, and, and then the question and the goal is like, let's, or then it's the remote rather, not, not the onsite. And then, and, and then the question in, in, is, well, how do you make the remote testimonials, you know, just insanely high quality. And obviously like, that's what, that's the problem we solve. Um, so, so that, that's, um, that, that's how I would think about it. Good point uh, to speak to that. I, that makes a whole lot of sense with that. Um, you know, tangent off of the onsite testimonials, there's also event testimonials. Where does that fit in? You know, how do event testimonials compare? And there's even the, you know, the hybrid option. Uh, tell me a little bit more about event testimonials and how they work. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, you know, event testimonials can be fantastic because they can be extremely efficient, uh, time efficient, as well as cost efficient, you know, uh, way to capture on site. So, you know, um, we've worked with, you know, an example of this, and you know, we've worked with many, many, you know, B2B uh, tech companies and they do, you know, user groups, um, or, you know, customer advisory boards, you know, the different, sometimes called different things, but the idea is they get all their customers in person. Um, you know, and, and again, this is mostly before COVID, but it's coming back. Um, you know, they get all their customers in person and, you know, for a day they do their customer advisory board. They talk about, you know, product strategy, product roadmaps, um, get, you know, advice on all of, everything around, you know, product strategy, product roadmaps, um, from their, their, you know, their biggest, 
you know, champions, right? So if you have a customer advisory board and it's in person and you're not leveraging it to co collect video testimonials, I mean, that is, that's definitely a missed opportunity because let's, let's just think of it. You have all of your best customers, often your biggest as well, and, you, and definitely your biggest, you know, supporters that who are power users of your, of your product. And you have all of them there in the same, you know, location for, you know, 24 to 48 hours, you know, in, in, you know, if you're not carving out like even like, like 60 minutes, you know, and often we would do this, uh, we do this on like, on like a lunch break or like, like a little bit of time. You just line, you get a bunch of people, you do a quick 15 minute interview and you have, you know, 10, 15 testimonials over the course of just the breaks during the day. So, so yeah, you know, first and foremost, it's like, I mean, customer advisory boards and user groups are a golden opportunity to capture customer videos. Um, secondly, you know, industry events and conferences, um, you know, you, this, you know, we, we've done a ton of as well, where, you know, you basically say, um, you know, there's a big conference like um, RSA for, or Black Hat, you know, for cybersecurity. And like every, most everyone, you know, all, a lot, ton of, you know, if you're a marketer, you know, in, in for, and all of your customers are probably in town for, you know, uh, for Black Hat. And, and you can, you know, if you're having a, there's really two things that we see common. One, you know, if you're hosting a party, you can actually, you know, we've helped companies with this many times. It's like, set up like uh, very similar to a user group, you set, you set up a video testimonial capture station at your party, um, at your like after party slash event, you know, and then, you know, again, all of your, your customers are, are there um, and, you know, it's, it's a great thing. Or, you know, you can set it, uh, set up a capture station uh, with a, you know, videographer in a, in a hotel suite. So that's another thing that we've done a lot of is like, you know, you, 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 obviously, you know, you're coordinating with your customers prior to the event, you know, you, you're, you're having these conversations with them prior and you get the agreement. And, but during the event, you know, it, it may be an industry conference. Again, it's, it may, it's not your, you know, user group, but you, you have a hotel suite, you know, you're working with, um, a partner, you know, like us, and you just bring, um, you bring people up to the hotel suite for 30 minutes and you, you know, knock out, you know, three, four, five of those more over the course of the day. And again, it's just very, it's very efficient way to capture customer stories. Now, um, we're definitely seeing, um, you know, uh, more of a shift toward hybrid events. So this kind of actually goes full circle where, you know, you, you know, remote testimonials can still be captured around your, your, your uh, hybrid events. Um, and, um, you know, because for example, like now in post COVID, like, or like, you know, moving, you know, out of COVID or just in the new world that we live in, it's like a lot more in-person events are going to be hybrid. So there's going to be an in-person people in person, but there's also going to be people who are just, you know, tuning in and remotely. And that's great. That's awesome. Like it's, it's, it's great to have that option. Um, so, so what, you know, you could do as a marketer, say for your user group is you have, you have both, right? You have you capture on-site testimonials, capture five or seven or 10 on-site testimonials from the people that attend in person. And then you capture, you know, the remote testimonials as well um, from, um, you know, people that are attending remotely. Now for the remotes, it, you know, it, it could happen 
it doesn't have to happen during the session like it does with an onsite at a customer advisory board, right? But you can still use the session as part of the, the conversation when you go to ask for the testimonial. Um, and, and you could even, um, you know, we've seen a lot of companies do it, remote testimonials in advance of their user group, and then actually show the, the, the customer videos, the remote customer videos at the user group. And that is awesome because that is one of the um, best uh, motivations for your customers to uh, appear in a video testimonial, you know, is actually um, the ability and the opportunity to be, uh, to share their expertise and share their knowledge and be held up as an expert amongst their peers, right? So like, you know, we earlier in a conversation, we talked about, you know, the financial, you know, discounts, incentives, and, and, and another, you know, the other big, you know, motivator is, is, you know, actually helping make, you know, your customers, shining a light on your customers and helping uh, make them a superstar amongst their, their peers in their industry, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, so if you can, you know, come to them and you can say, um, Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Customer, um, you know, I, uh, we're having a user group, you know, I, I'd love to, you know, hold you up as an example of best practices for, you know, people who are getting, you know, you know, driving, you know, incredible change and getting the most out of our product. You know, would you be open to a quick 30 minute conversation where we can capture your story? We'd love to, you know, air it and share it, um, you know, with, you know, everyone at the user group and across the industry. And, and then you're, you're actually giving people something that is psychologically rewarding and also very practically rewarding from a careers perspective, right? You're giving them the psychological benefit of, of being able to, um, you know, share and, 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 you know, be listened to and be heard and, 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 and be honestly held up as a beacon of best practices, which is, which is great. I, I mean, everyone that that's, that's just awesome. Like people love that. Um, and then you're also giving them the practical, um, benefit of like, okay, like everyone in the industry that I'm in, say, if I'm like a product marketer and I'm talking, I'm giving a testimonial about product marketing, that's going to be seen by all my peers in the product marketing industry and other executives. It, it's, it's career PR, uh, at, at a lot of different levels. So, um, I know that was a lot that we covered, but I think those are, those are a few of the big, um, takeaways. No, that's great. And, you know, that's, Great argument for event testimonials, and let's really hope that they keep continuing the comeback that they have right now. So finally, we've we've talked a lot about customers, and honestly, mainly we focus on customers. But tell me about employee testimonials. Like, what is the value of an employee testimonial? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. So you know, um, it it's, it comes down to the same principles. Um, when it, for employee testimonials and the value of employee testimonial videos, it's the same principles. It, it's, it's trust, right? It, it's raising the trust index. It's, um, and essentially, um, you know, whether, you know, nothing happens, you know, without, without sufficient trust to, to facilitate that transaction, that agreement, whether it's, it's a sale or it's, um, you know, a individual choosing to, you know, work for, you know, your company, right? Um, you know, people, especially in today's world, like people, you know, have options of where they want to go, where they want to work, right? You know, the, the, the transition to remote work um, and in the overall climate that we're in, you know, you know, great people have tons of options, all right? So like 
it's it i mean it's always been like a quote unquote like war for talent right but like it that's more so than ever and that is why um you know video testimonials employee testimonial videos are more um you know more needed than ever right cuz you know if if i'm going to make a career change or you know like i i need to know that i can trust that i'm doing the right thing you know right as as a as an employee so like I like, I'm going to look to that, you know, again, it comes down to competitive advantage. If I, if I'm being recruited by two different companies and one of them has, you know, um, you know, not a, a a ton of, you know, recruitment marketing that is, you know, has a lot of, you know, video in it. Maybe they just have a pretty basic stuff or I'm I'm being recruited. Another company has a, the recruitment marketing is chock full of authentic, you know, video testimonials. Like, again, my, my, I might still take, both of those calls, but my trust index is already going to be so much higher with the company that has all the employee video testimonials. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, you know, it, I think we're, we're recruitment marketing is the key term here. Like, um, and, you know, just like we, as marketers, we need to market, you know, to our customers to drive revenue, um, you know, talent acquisition professionals, uh, or marketers themselves, depending on where it sits in your organization, they you need to market your 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 employment brand to candidates as well, right? So so at the end of the day, like employer testimonials, it's it's the exact same thing, except for the uh, agreement that you're um, you know that you're trying to facilitate isn't a, a purchase. It's 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 someone um, you know awesome people uh, agreeing to you know join your team and your company. That's that's great. You know, that makes a lot of sense for employee testimonials. And I mean, as you said, they're more important now than ever before. Sam, thanks a lot for your time. Really appreciate it. A lot here and several good takeaways. That's all the questions I have for you today. Um, any last words you'd uh, like to go over? Thank you, Chase. Yeah, this has been super fun. I'm very excited to keep doing more of these. Um, yeah, I think, you know, my, my, my kind of closing thoughts are, I mean, it really just comes down to you know, think about like the unchanging, timeless human psychological principles, right? That's really what, you know, we're, we're talking about when we're talking about customer storytelling um, and, you know, video testimonials. It's, it's, it's so, you know, it's the fact that, you know, uh, we're increasing trust. And when we can do that, you know, every part of our jobs as marketers becomes much easier. Um, and so with that in mind, you know, what are the priorities, right? You know, what are, you know, where are the gaps? You know, what is our strategy? Do we, you know, do we have the right customer stories to, you know, ex execute that strategy at the best possible speed? And, and, um, and where does video fit in there, of course, right? Because, you know, obviously, like, I'm biased, like, we're focused on a video company, but the reality is there's psychological principles at play there in terms of why we do that. Right. You know, the, the reality is, is like, you know, as human beings, you know, we evolved to read faces. It's just, that's just the way that we evolved. We evolved to read, you know, trust, you know, and micro expressions, you know, on faces. That's how we, how we, you know, judge people for better or for worse in many cases. And, and, you know, you don't get that via text. So like, you know, the, the future of customer stories, you know, is not text. You know, the future of customer stories is, is video and all of the different 
mediums that video is becoming. You know, the next thing is is obviously, you know, in the near future, you know, um, you know, we won't be on a traditional web browser. We will be in a more of a augmented reality situation, in a virtual reality situation, and you know, especially as we as we you know you know move and this is you know several years away so it's 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 more looking in the future but like as we move eventually like out of a browserless world like um you know video is only going to be you know more important so um and again it's just the emotional factor of video um you can't tell tone from text and um there's the last but not least you know we're still like as much as i harp on like why you know as marketers we need you know video we're still, you know, we're still relatively early, right? Like a lot of companies, um, you know, don't have any professional video testimonials. And that opportunity there, you know, for for our listeners is is to, again, make it your competitive advantage, right? Like don't wait until your competitors have a whole page of 10 amazing on-site and remote testimonials for every single vertical and then micro content that addresses every single question, fear, or doubt that your buyers have. Don't wait to get to that point. Be the person in your market who gets to that point first, and you know you will reap the rewards of that. Well said. You know, excited to continue to dive into further video testimonial strategy in the future with you. Thank you so much again. Awesome. Thanks, Chase. Thanks.